This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, This week on Zip Podcast, In Adventures of Hunting, we got a couple new lines that we're going to talk about. Um, Would you say they're new? Well, one of them's new. I mean, is the Venomized line new? No, it's been going on for a while, but I just want to point out something. Instead of saying adventures in hunting, you said adventures of hunting. Yeah, <laughs> so, really? Bravo, yeah, bravo to, your, bravo to your grammar. <laughs> bravo, bravo. Whatever, screw you. <laughs> um, so we got some new Venomized figures coming out, and we also got a new Friends line coming out. Yes. Well, what would you say a Friends wave, considering it's already been established as a line? Fair. Yeah. yeah, so more of a friend's wave. <laughs> Don't worry, um, bro. I got your back. <laughs> uh, nothing in Blu-rays this week, um, but we do got some trailers to talk about in this week's sneak peeks. Uh, we got the trailer for Tom and Jerry. We got the trailer for We Can Be Heroes. And we also got a tra- or kind of an official trailer for the Kate Bishop DLC. Yeah, boy. Something that's not as... The other one, I'd say, was more of a teaser. Yeah, this one actually shows gameplay of Kate, so... Yeah. So, we're super excited to talk about that, and then for our main event of the evening, we'll be breaking down the Oath. So, hells yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's say we get into it. Let's do it. Every day, we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc., etc. With this constant bombardment, it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos. But fret not. You've come to the right place, my friend. I'm Jason, and I love media. I invite you to check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast, the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you, the listener. Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. Alrighty, first up in Adventures in Hunting, we got a new Venomized line coming out, and this is the... well, is the Venomized, would you say this is a wave, too, or whatever? I'm just going to say it's a line. We got a new Venomized line, and this is the Venomized Fantastic Four. And obviously, if you don't know who the Fantastic Four is, welcome to the All Bros Podcast. <laughs> we talk nerdy <laughs> shit. Um, so the Fantastic yes, Four yes, includes uh, Mr. Fantastic... Invisible Woman, Human Torch, and The Thing. We've already gotten a 10-inch Venomized Thing that we talked about last week, I believe. 
I think we did. Yeah. Wait, so. no. I thought last week we talked about that. Uh, the was that the ten inch venomized or was that just a regular venomized? Oh, good question. I am not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know things. Yeah. Anyway, we got a venomized thing that is normal sized. Um, yes. and that one is that exclusive anywhere? So actually, wait. Just the thing, or all four of these? So, oh, so all four of these are exclusive to GameStop? Yep. Yeah, oh, I think okay. these are part of uh, the Black Friday box. Oh, you got to be freaking kidding me. So yeah, so the, so each of these will be the pop that's included in the Black Friday Black Friday mystery box. So basically, you have to freaking like cross your fingers and dot your eyes that you get your which Fantastic Four character you want cuz it's a complete gamble. Did you just say cross your fingers and cross your dot eye, your eyes. Dot your eyes? No. Yeah, I kind of combined two statements together. Don't yeah, you judge me. One of them doesn't even apply to this situation. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, uh the venomized Caleb, I am I am going off barely any sleep this week and I've been I'm working 60 plus hours, so kiss my ass. Well, join the club, dude. Okay, yeah, fair. I can't yeah, I can't really say anything cuz you know, kid. So <laughs> Uh, uh. Anyway, so the first figure is the Venomized Mr. Fantastic, and this one's freaking creepy. Seriously, it looks like he has, uh, his hands are claws. Or his fingers, whatever. Yeah. And his eye, it's what throws me off is his eyes, because it looks like, if you, imagine Venom's eyes, where it's those big, like, kind of uh spider-man looking lenses but like all kind of jaggedy and shit um yeah on mr fantastic's face but they're just solid red it's freaking nasty looking it's yeah it's honestly disturbing i feel that's the best word for it it is ultimately disturbing yeah i think what sells this for me is the mouth because it's like the face is like flat it do, i don't I'm not seeing a nose on this. Uh yeah, I mean I can I can a little bit see it behind the the plastic. Okay. Well, from here, like from what I'm I'm looking at, it does it looks like it doesn't have a nose. And so I think what sells it is that and then also the mouth cuz it also kind of looks like the teeth and the skin are like the same color. Yeah, it does what it And so like it kind of yeah, kind of makes a bit of like a rubbery effect, like they're splitting rubber. Yeah, and it's but gross. I, I love this though. This is the one that I of course want the most because you know Mister Fantastic is my favorite. Yeah, this one's freaking badass. Um, next up we got the Invisible Woman Venomize. She looks terrifying. That yeah. grin. <clears throat> Yeah, this is freaking weird. Ugh. And the fact that, like, uh, the I love how the uh, sim- symbiote, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it's like partially growing uh, 
on the bottom uh, right-hand corner of her uh, uh, cheek. Yeah, it's freaking nuts looking. And it, I think it also co- or has a stand that looks venomized. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So this one's a little bit different. Like, the eyes are kind of normal-shaped. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering why red. they did... Oh, yeah. I mean, I was going to say I don't know why they did that, but they did the same thing to the other two. So. Yeah, the other Venomized, I don't think, have, like, crazy eyes like Mr. Fantastic does. Yeah, so I'm wondering why they decided to do that. I don't know. Hmm. Kind of more... Maybe they're just going off of a... Uh, I think they might be going off of a uh, comic. Uh, okay. Of some sort. I haven't read it, so... Yeah, I, I haven't either. I've actually never read a Fantastic Four comic or Venom comic, so... Yep. Um. So, yeah, this one's creepy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> but is uh, it creepier than Mr. Fantastic? Uh, nope. Okay. I don't think anyone can beat him, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, next up, we got a venomized human torch, and this one's glow in the dark. This one's bitching. This one is a tough sell for me. Really? How come? It, it just kind of it doesn't scream human torch to me at all. It just kind of it's kind of like a more like a fire demon. <laughs> Which I know that's kind of what Fair. a venomized human torch would look like but it's just it's odd fair like i think they might they could have sold it with like a tongue or something a little bit better yeah oh that's supposed to be a tongue i don't i think that's just a random flame i don't know if that's a tongue or not oh because yeah i thought that was him just blowing some flames out of his mouth i didn't think that was a tongue yeah i think that's what it is Okay, but yeah, it just kind of it's, it's more like fire gremlin <laughs> or or something. It's it's odd, and the pose like is like zombie. Yeah, I don't know why, but I'm getting like uh, remember in a nightmare, the Nightmare Before Christmas, before Jack Skellington becomes Jack Skellington, and he's uh like the uh, scarecrow with a pumpkin head. Yeah. I'm I'm getting those kind of vibes when he lights himself on fire. Yep. Okay. Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one here. Yeah. So this one's <laughs> a little bit lacking. Probably my least favorite of the four. That yeah, I'd have to agree honestly. Um, and then lastly, we have the venomized thing, and this one's freaking killer. <laughs> this one is super super cool. The detail is amazing. Hell yeah. Um, I saw the 10-inch venomized version of this, and it looks incredible. It's... Would you consider picking either of them up? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. um, All right. Yeah, I, I'm not going to include any of the venomized figures in my collection. The only one that I would want is the venomized Ghost Rider. Okay, um, that's fair. That's the only one that's been like really appealing to me. The other ones, including the Venomized Hulk, I'm not a big fan of. That's fair. 
I mean, honestly, even if they came out with a venomized Hawkeye, which I doubt they would, um, I don't even know if I would be on board. Yeah, the venomized, it's it's a tough sell for me. Because, like, I think I've been able to rationalize, because my whole goal is to collect all of the Hulk figures. The way that I'm, like, justifying not getting that one is, like, oh, that's not Hulk, that's Venom. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair reason. It's a very good way to justify, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so probably not going to happen. Um, so yeah, that's all the uh, Venomized Fantastic Four that we got, obviously. Um, moving on over to Friends. Uh, Rose, you're going to have to take this one because I'm not well-versed in Friends. No, you're good. I actually had to look up a couple of these because I didn't even remember the episode. Because, um, like... Okay, now looking at it, I probably should should have seen it, but anyway. All right, first up, uh, we have uh, Rachel Green in her. Uh, I actually don't know what episodes this, episode this is from, but she's in a uh, pink uh, dress. I yeah, I don't remember what episode this is from. This isn't that prom one, is it? No, because um. No, because uh, uh, when they were like flash flashing back to prom, she had like really poofy hair, and she was—I uh, think she uh, was about to get a nose job, so her nose was messed up. Uh, okay. So, um, so I mean, it's a cool pop. Definitely not one I would pick up because I'm not the biggest Rachel fan. Yeah, if you didn't, I mean, she's... if this didn't have the friends tag on the picture, I don't know if I would be able to f- know if that was. Uh, for real, from friends or not? See, I actually, um, I had to look up to see if this was Rachel because for some reason I actually thought it was Monica. I don't know why. Because it could be any of them. <laughs> you know, fair enough. Apparently, I'm not uh covert. I, oh, wow, I'm butchering words tonight. I'm not educated in friends' knowledge to that extent. Apparently. Uh, next up, we have Chandler Bing, dressed as the Easter Bunny, and I freaking love this episode, so yeah, I'm really happy that they made this pop of Chandler, and Chandler's my favorite character, so. Yeah, that one's cool. He kind of gives me a, um, kind of reminds me of a Christmas story. (laughs) Yes, I absolutely agree. (laughs) But that's not a bad thing. No, not at all. I think with these ones, you kind of have to know the episodes really well. Yes. Otherwise, these make no sense. Because this alone, you wouldn't be able to tell who or what it is. It'd be some dude. Like, if you were to just show me this figure without having told me anything about it, I would think Christmas Story. (laughs) Fair. That's absolutely fair. And then, like, if you were to show me the the one of Rachel, I would have thought uh, Rapunzel from Tangled. Uh, I would have thought, actually, um, like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah. I was thinking of, uh, have you ever seen any of the Cinderella Story movies? Uh, a couple. Okay, I don't know why that 
ooh, just remind me of like just like one of the random chicks from those movies. <laughs> um, after that, this is arguably the best one in this line. It's uh, Phoebe uh, dressed up for her smelly cat music video. <laughs> and this is this is fantastic. Oh, I love it so much. That one's please tell me you've, you've heard the song "Smelly Cat," right? I have heard the okay the song okay. of Smelly Cat. Okay, good. Okay, good. What do you think of it? Is it, a, is it as catchy as I think it is? Eh. It's okay. Rude. <laughs> Rude. It doesn't have like a nice tune to it. It's just kind of like I th- well, that's kind of the point. Yeah. I didn't... Eh. <laughs> all right after phoebe we got uh see i actually thought this was ross um but it's joey tribbiani uh dressed in uh, a white cowboy outfit and cool. i don't remember what episode this is from <laughs> yeah right cool <laughs> yeah there's not a lot to say about these <laughs> Um, and then next up, I actually think this one goes with the Chandler because, uh, I think, uh, this was from the exact same Halloween when, uh, Chandler and Monica were married. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we have Monica dressed as, I'm assuming it's just a cat. It's a cat. Hmm. What do you think? It's okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know what else uh, to I mean, say the, about it. It's like, eh, like I don't like friends enough for these figures to matter to me. The only ones that I would get out of this line just to have them together would be the Chandler and Monica. That's it. Yeah, um, it's it's a real tough sell. Like if I mean, if you guys haven't picked it up by now, we see we only go with figures that we have some sort of connection to or know something about like i i know a decent amount about like dragon ball and so anytime a new dragon ball figure comes out we'll we'll chat about it because i have a decent knowledge base for it i have absolutely no knowledge base for friends so like all this stuff you're throwing at me i have no idea what the hell you're talking about (laughs) i mean i'm not as knowledgeable as some other people are I mean I feel Sammy is way more knowledgeable with friends even Sierra actually um but like at least I knew what episodes uh, Chandler and Monica were from cuz the rest well okay the Phoebe one too but yeah uh Rachel Joey and then coming up Ross I don't even remember these episodes <laughs> Um, so last but not least, we have, uh, Ross Geller, uh, in a potato costume wearing a, uh, colander hat. And I feel they missed a big chance here, not making the Ross pop be, uh, the, what was it? The Hanukkah armadillo. Please tell me you've seen that episode. Unfortunately, I have. Rude. Oh, come on. That's a great episode. Eh. Dude, Friends is is the most (laughs) funny show ever. Uh, I highly disagree. Yeah, I... Oh, wait, no, sorry, it's the Holiday Armadillo. You said Holiday Armadillo. 
No, I, I said uh, the... Um, I thought I said um, the Kwanzaa armadillo. Or did I, no, did I say said, the holiday armadillo? I thought you said holiday armadillo. You might have said Hanukkah armadillo. Uh, oh, yeah, I was, yeah, I said Hanukkah. Because I thought that's what he said, but no, he says holiday armadillo. My bad. <laughs> um. So yeah, so th- so there's that, and then last but not least, we have a Gunther uh pop as well in this line, and uh, the first one is him just cleaning out a coffee cup, just wiping it out with a paper towel, and then there will also be a chase of this one where he is holding a, a sign from inside his uh coffee shop. Cat, uh, was it Central Perk? almost forgot the name. Uh, and the sign says, we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. So that will be the chase. <laughs> At least this chase is, like, significant. True. So, cool chase. Um, overall, I mean, if you're a fan of Friends, I think you'll appreciate these figures a bit more than I do. Um, but they're not bad figures. I mean, they're all they all look really nice. No, they're not. Everything. Um. All right. So that wraps up our adventures in hunting. Uh, moving on to this week's sneak peeks, we got a few new trailers to talk about. Uh, first up, we're going to talk about the Tom and Jerry movie. <laughs> Something that no one asked for, but I don't hate this trailer i was pleasantly surprised by this trailer for real though (laughs) i am i don't know about you and this is a good thing for me i'm getting major uh the rocky and bullwinkle movie vibes from this i haven't seen that it's so good it's in some parts it's bad but like everything with rocky and bullwinkle and then uh Morticia, is it more or is it no Natasha, Boris, and then Fearless Leader like Robert De Niro, um, just ev- like the three that play them are amazing, and just everything with Rocky and Bullwinkle is great. So I think it's worth a watch, but I got major vibes of that from this, and to me that's a good thing. Yeah, I I used to watch the the show on Boomerang with Rocky and Bullwinkle. But I never watched the movie, so I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. It's it's a good time. Yeah, I. So I heard way back when that I forget when I think it was from Garbage and Gold. They were talking about a live action Tom and Jerry movie, and I thought they were going to go a completely different direction. I did too. I thought it was going to be like a live action thing, and I am so grateful it's not. Yes. And what I appreciate in this is that Tom and Jerry are actually kind of like a 3D animated. Like, they still have yes, the and vibes from like quite the well. original. Yes. And what I appreciate the most is that everything. All of the animals are animated that way. It's not just Tom and Jerry. It's all of the animals. Like, they had pigeons that were animated in their their style. They had elephants. Um, 
I'm not recalling any other animals other than that, but every animal that I saw was animated in that style. Yeah. I th- yeah, I think that was it. I think that's all they showed. But yeah, even uh like I'm loving uh Chloe Grace Moretz in this. I didn't even know that she was gonna be in this, so that's that's freaking awesome. And then you can never go wrong with Michael Pena. Um yeah, I I don't know. I was pleasantly surprised by this trailer. This movie looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that they kept true to the feeling and vibes of the classic Tom and Jerry cartoons. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, I'm really excited to see where where this goes. Yeah, I am too. It's definitely going to be different watching a uh them interact with real people, but I'm excited. Yeah. Uh yeah, I I'm stoked. Uh anyway, next up we got We Can Be Heroes, the next Robert Rodriguez movie coming to Netflix. Oh, or I'm so freaking pumped. Cl- <laughs> I feel uh us old fans and I hate calling myself that because, you know, I don't want to feel old. But we're literally calling the Shark Boy and Lava Girl, too. The, oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Dude, oh. I, I've i watched this trailer like five times. <laughs> so, so, I've watched the, so I've watched this trailer about twice. I've watched the Tom and Jerry trailer uh, about the same time. Well, actually, no, I've watched that trailer about ten times. I don't know why. Just I freaking love it. It's entertaining as hell. But the question is, though, how do you feel about them replacing Taylor Lautner as Shark Boy? I don't care for it, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I would. To- I would love to come back uh, to something that basically uh, started my career. I don't know. I I just think it'd be fun. Yeah. Well, so I saw the post originally on Twitter, and yeah. Twitter has the best comments. So I was just scrolling through the, some of the comments, and someone posted, and and someone was like, so someone commented and said, "Oh, I can't believe Ta- Taylor Lautner isn't coming back," and. Someone posted a YouTube video of his dream song and said, yeah, well, I wouldn't either (laughs) after they make me do this. (laughs) And I'm just like, you know what? Fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But I just love um, I know that they in the trailer, they actually show the uh, actor who is playing Shark Boy. And isn't it? um, I don't know from what I've heard. It's actually the guy that plays the Mandalorian. Pedro it's Pascal? Mando. Yeah. Uh, no. It is that not. is not him? No. Okay. So he, okay. he's he is in the movie. He's just playing someone else. Oh. He's not Shark Boy. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll have to see who is playing Shark Boy. Because yeah, um, it's, before they released Oh sorry. It, uh, I know who it is. It's his name's JJ Yes. Dershel, I think, something like that. I know his first name is JJ. Okay. Um, okay. But he is not uh, super well known for acting. 
he is more of a stuntman. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know what he's acted in before. Um, I think he's done some stunt work for some X-Men movies. Okay. Um, but yeah, he is not, at least as far as I've researched, um, he hasn't done any like acting stuff. It's more, it's more Ben stunt work. Like that's been his, his main focus. Okay. I still find it interesting though to, I feel to kind of hide that Taylor Lautner is not shark boy anymore. They gave him a helmet. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> like, who could uh, have gotten to replace him? I don't know, man. Considering the girl that, or yeah, the girl that played Lava Girl came back. The fact that she did, I honestly wouldn't have wanted anybody else to play Shark Boy than Taylor Lautner. I we already got half of the team coming back. Yeah, I love. That she came back. Yeah. So awesome. Dude. This is this is a movie that we needed. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be a good movie? Probably not. Probably not. Pro- critically, it's probably not going to be a good movie. Are we going to have a good ass? No, but are we going to have a fun ass time when we eventually break it down? Yes, we are. Yes. Dude, so what's... <laughs> I'm looking for or looking ahead into our January schedule. <laughs> so we only have two movies. We only have Soul and Mulan. Oh, uh, remember um, Sammy and Sarah with a uh, Surfs Up. Surfs Up. Yeah, you didn't tell me the movie that they wanted to do. I thought. Oh, I thought I did. Mm-mm. Oh, my bad. Are you okay with doing Surfs Up? Yeah. Uh, okay, when cool. are you, they wanting to do that? Uh, whenever we can in January, if that's okay. Okay, so what so if like, we do you want to maybe do the? What if we pushed Mulan until later? So do Soul. Okay. Then we and then can do, do uh we. we yeah, we then we can do we can be heroes. Okay, and if then because the first with, so the first episode okay. in so the first episode in January is on the fourth, and that would only be three okay. days after the movies come out. So if we do it the next week, it kind of gives people a little bit more time to watch it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we'll do we can be heroes second, and then we'll do Surfs Up. Uh, with Sam and Sierra. All the way at the bottom, Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> Mulan could be the last one. Uh, I shouldn't say bad things considering I bought that movie, but... Yeah. Anyway. So It yes, better be we, worth 35 we have bucks. Ju- we've just added We Can Be Heroes to our breakdown schedule, <laughs> and I'm so freaking pumped. So it's coming out on Netflix, I and if you don't too. watch it, you're sad. Yes. <laughs> Like, come on. You Like, I feel every one of our listeners ha- have had to at least watch uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl at least once. At least. Damn. And honestly, I've noticed a lot of comments saying about how shitty the animation looks or the CGI looks. 
I'm shitty so, in the first one too. Yeah, I know. I'm so happy <laughs> that they are doing that style of animation or that style of CGI because it, I feel it would look. Oh, it looked. It would look weird if it looked actually good. I feel it wouldn't really feel like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. No, like that's the fun of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. The shitty ass graphics <laughs> oh shit and uh, I, 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 okay but <laughs> oh, i'm so freaking excited dude i am so freaking pumped i am too but i i talked to you about this i don't know how i feel about shark boy and love girl getting married that just feels kind of weird i don't know wasn't it more like a brother sister kind of thing was it though you remember? I don't know. Kind of felt the, like that. No, you remember the whole scene where Lava Girl had to run, or where Shark Boy had to run Lava Girl to the volcano. That was a okay. That's fair on the romantic side, <laughs> or had that vibe. I would, I would say. All right, f- f- fair. <laughs> I I'm still can't. on the fence about it. <sighs> Yeah, it's weird just because they did have that brother sister vibe, but it would also make sense that that would evolve into a marriage. Oh, dude, don't go there. Oh, no, dude, don't. No. <laughs> now, now, now you're approaching incest territory, and we, and we don't not, talk about that. No, I'm not. <laughs> we don't know their heritage. Actually, we do know their heritage, and it's not related. <laughs> I know. Freaking creep. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So then, would that make it like step incest? No. (laughs) We don't know what. Like, Uh, I know, dude. (sighs) Don't ruin this for me. (laughs) I need. I need therapy. Just, just say that. I need therapy. Yeah, you need therapy, and you need to freaking go and watch Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And get your shit together. I, I can do that. Because it's on Netflix, isn't it? I hope so. I'm pretty sure it is. That if it is, so I know what I'm watching this weekend. Hells yes. <laughs> I just wish that I could watch it in 3D again. Oh, that was the so shit. cool. With freaking Shark Boy <laughs> 3D glasses. For real, though. Yeah, thank goodness they. Didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, super pumped for that. Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to say about it? No, I uh, I just feel I shouldn't be as excited as I am for this movie, but I am. <laughs> it's like uh, we, we are grown ass men. <laughs> Hey, we are excited for Shark Boy and Lava uh, Girl too, dude. I'm gonna and I'm gonna be and I'm and I'm gonna be 25 when this comes out, and I'm excited for a Shark Boy and Lava Girl <laughs> sequel. Oh shit! Alrighty, the last trailer that we got is for Marvel's Avengers. Uh, Kate Bishop, the DLC is finally coming out. Yes, and we got a little bit of a uh, story, more or less. So apparently this yeah, is like a so time travel apparently, thing. 
Yeah, because Clint sold, not sold himself, but uh, worked out a deal with, uh, shit, what's her name? Monica. Monica, and apparently, yeah, Kate tries to save him, but he's just like, I signed up for this, and and yeah, and she has to collaborate with Tony and uh, Hank Pym to find out a way to get Clint back, and... Yeah, I mean, this, I'm explaining it really horribly, but uh, this actually does look like a pretty good story plot, and I'm really, really excited. Yeah, the only thing that I'm worried about is this not being a story. Kind of like it the... It freaking uh, better be. Yeah, kind of like how... Um, like, I, I feel like this should be part of the main storyline and not like just a series of levels because that would be super dumb yeah no i agree like come on i feel it's time for the hawkeyes to get some love yes absolutely (laughs) i honestly i haven't played that game like since beating it i haven't i haven't even finished it too that's fair. Yeah, after you uh, what got all the free shit that they were giving away that week, you're just like, yeah, you know what? I'm good now. Yeah, like I was sitting there, it like, so they gave away a bunch of free shit. I went and spent all of the freaking credits, and I was like, oh, I I spent some of the credits that I actually earned, and then I like sat there and I'm like, when am I ever going to like play again there's no motivation to it they didn't build that, a, yeah, a replayable really game no they no they didn't it's it's nothing like um like i feel spider-man that that's an extremely replayable game just swinging around the city it's a freaking blast absolutely and the storyline alone like i would oh, yeah. go back and play absolutely full, play again like hell i i might <laughs> Prepare um, yourself for Miles Morales. Yeah, I actually went to um, Target the other day and went to and like went through their games and found a game that I've been wanting to play for a few years. Uh, I I got Ooh. Watch Dogs two, and so I've been playing that. I have like no real motivation to go back and play um, Avengers because it's like, what's the point? I can go and go into one of the missions or the harm rooms or whatever just to beef up my character and that's all like there's nothing really to do how is uh watch dogs 2 so far i'm enjoying it um i'm freaking okay kicking ass at it (laughs) (laughs) i i'm like i'm one of those players that won't that will plot out every little move um did you ever okay. play the first watchdogs i did and i was uh thinking about picking up the second one but i was kind of waiting for like a decent price point how much is it right now it was in their clearance bin it was like 20 bucks oh that's not bad at all no and it's oh, shit i might pick it up then now it's pretty fun like everyone says, is like, it better oh, than the, the first? I haven't gotten to the point to be able to judge that yet. 
Okay. But right now, I think I'm enjoying it a little bit more than the first. This the first the story in the first one was was killer. Like absolutely yeah. killer. So I think that's where this game has a little bit is a little bit like below the first. Um, but there's okay. just so much you can do. Like I have like you have two different types of drones. So you have one that's like kind of an RC car and that's really fun to drive around on or with. Um, and I also have like a drone that can like fly around and kind of help me to be a camera. Okay, that's pretty badass. I yeah, love it. It's it's freaking killer. So, yeah, I I've I've been really enjoying it. Oh, um, not necessarily for the story. The story's kind of like eh, whatever. But the gameplay is is where it's it's shining for me. That's good. That's always good. Yeah, it's making uh police chases a little bit more a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> like like if you were doing um like you you know you've played the first one when you're doing like car chases mm-hmm. and you set off an explosion or like the steam from the ground or whatever or any roadblock you had to do it after you had passed it or yes or whatever and yeah it made it really hard because you'd have to turn your camera around and kind of drive backwards more or less. And so I would be able yeah, to do basically. that. I'd be able to go and like set off the explosions or whatever, but then I would turn back around and freaking like T-bone some car. And so like, I was like, ah, <laughs> like this is a freaking pain in the ass. Now it's a little easier because you can set a proximity uh, trigger so like if you're driving Ooh. you can hit one of the steam uh things to explode but it <laughs> yeah. so you can set okay. it while you're driving forward but just set it up with a proximity trigger so when someone behind you uh drives over it that's an enemy it will explode dude that's bitchin yeah it's oh, that's pretty so cool. much better than the fr- way the first one played it out yeah, so g- gameplay definitely got improved, and I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, like I said, I'm more okay. of like a stealth player, so I've been just boosting up all of my stealth uh, perks. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a good game. I mean, if you enjoyed the, Spe- the gameplay aspect of the first one, um, I would I'd definitely say I did up. very much so. Yeah, just don't go in expecting. Speaking a, of uh, a good games, story. just really uh, one one. Okay, um, are you a big fan of The Sims? Did you ever play that growing up? No, I have never played a Sims game in my life. Really? Yeah. Shit, because um, uh, Cedar Hills Walmart had uh The Sims Four and The Sims Four Pets bundle on clearance for fifteen bucks. Ooh, did you pick it up? So, oh yeah, hell yeah. So I haven't played it yet, but I haven't played a Sims game since uh, The Sims 2, and I played that back in, I think, junior high um, on my PS2. So I'm actually really excited to see how... I mean, I know the graphics are going to be a lot better on the PS4, 
but I'm really excited to see. Um, sorry, my computer just made me deaf from a notification. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, I'm really excited to see how The Sims has progressed from two to four. That's cool. Yeah. Um, well, alrighty then. Uh, we didn't talk about Kate Bishop at all. <laughs> oh yeah, we should, we didn't. Anyway. Okay, back to Kate Bishop. Yeah. Um, cool, I'm excited to play it. If it's a storyline, if it's one where I have to do the missions, I'm probably going to lose interest really fast. I mean, I'm going to keep on playing it just because... Is uh, I'm afraid. I really hope that they're still gonna do the Clint DLC as well. But I'm. I feel depending on how this one does, that will be their justification if they continue with the DLCs. So I'm really hoping that this isn't the only Hawkeye that we get. But if it is, at least we're getting a Hawkeye. So I'm actually freaking stoked for this DLC because I love Kate Bishop. Even though Clint's my favorite Hawkeye, I think she's a great Hawkeye as well. Um. So yeah, and I I really love the dynamic that the two have in this game also. Yeah, it seems really cool. I'm afraid that this is just going to be like the death of this game. <laughs> this game isn't doing Considering that well. Considering that... No, have you seen like uh, how uh, like 95% of the player base is dropped? I believe it. It's just... There's yeah, that, like, it's, what's it's the so point bad. of going back? Like, they d- didn't give you a, a purpose other than boosting yeah, your there's character. Yeah, no, like, uh, which, yeah, like you uh, pointed out with the, um, oh shit, what are they called? The uh, fighting rooms? Yeah, uh, the harm rooms. Yeah, harm rooms. That's literally the only replayable value uh, that the, that uh, Marvel's Avengers has, at least and to it's me. Not even, it's not even that I, mean, I, I haven't even finished the play. game yet. It's not even that I want to play in the harm rooms. It's just yeah. I, there are a bunch of challenges that you need to complete, and that's the easiest way to complete them. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the only reason. Like, if I could go play in a different area, and it's just you have to select your areas so carefully, otherwise you you go to an area or you you play a level that's absolutely useless to you in boosting your character up. Yeah. So, it's it sucks. It sucks like this game had such potential. It's just they they like Marvel had a really difficult time with video games. And I think they're just yeah, not, the only... they're just doing it wrong. Yeah. The only like, good Marvel game in recent years is Spider-Man, and I don't know how much we can count that. Yeah, I, I don't count that. Like, I'd say that's a Sony game. Yeah, that's fair. Marvel, they have... They have the characters to build a really good game. Oh, absolutely. So, like... Honestly, like... I would just freaking hit the gas on some of your lesser-known characters. I would be hitting up, like, kind of like a Splinter Cell uh, ninja-style game with 
Black Widow. Where it's just purely yes. stealth, but you're playing as Black Widow and getting a, a really kick-ass story. Hell or, yes, I would so be down for that. Yeah, or like a, a heist game with Ant-Man and Wasp. That would be freaking killer. Like, why Ooh, have they not yes. released an Ant-Man do you think game? They c- do you think they could pull off a Ghost Rider game? Ghost Rider is a little tough, I think, to translate into a video game because he just... If you set it in hell, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that one would be a little bit tough. Captain America is also a tough one, I feel. I I can agree with that. Did Thor's you, um... a little on the tough side. Iron Man's a little on the tough side. Yeah. Um, Hulk games I feel are like fun. It... Just I would like love to see punch. another Hulk game. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I would love to see just... another one of those. Yeah. If they could nail the vibe that y- you get playing as Hulk from Marvel's Avengers, that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, for real, though. Um. So when the first Fantastic Four movie came out, did you ever or have you ever played the video game to that? I did not. Okay, it, it actually wasn't that bad, but I'm just wondering, do you think uh, they could do a Fantastic Four game? Yes and no. Okay, how come no? Just wonder. It'd be difficult, I think, to pull off. Because it's like, how how do you set up the the Fantastic Four without it feeling like a cheesy game. Because I think that's like something that I mean, Sony did really well. They didn't take Spider-Man too seriously. Or they didn't true. take him not serious and... Yeah, they didn't like try to cheese Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man is cheesy. Like, it's a dude in a suit that spins webs. Like, you could cheese that up all day long, but they decided to take a serious route. So I think a Fantastic Four game would work. It would... A lot of Marvel's games would have to be story-based. They could not be just a beat-em-up game. Like, Black Widow... Like, it'd have to be... Like, Black Widow would have to be a spy game... Where you just happen to be playing as Black Widow. And you just have a killer story for them. If they were to focus more on story-based games, I think they could be really successful doing that. Like, the the reason Spider-Man works is because there's a way for him to fast travel. Yeah, that's true. The way, like, it's with Batman... It's, he's kind of like, he fly around, he can, he has a car car that he can drive, and he, like, fights. Give us a Shang-Chi movie, or video game. I was like, wait, aren't they already already giving us a Shang-Chi movie? (laughs) Yeah, give us, like, a Shang-Chi video game, and one, or Iron Fist video game. Yes, Iron Fist, hell yes. Yeah, or freaking Daredevil would be really killer too. Where maybe you're like, ooh, 
this would be freaking awesome. Like, what if it was like a, a freaking courtroom uh, daredevil game where you have to collect this evidence and find a way to, like, give it to the police so they go and arrest this person. Then you get called into court as Matt Murdock and you have to, like, select your uh, your prosecution or your defense or whatever and basically get someone thrown in jail and if you fail at it you have to go freaking face them down as as daredevil that actually would be a blast yeah that That sounds like a lot of fun there's like a lot of characters i feel like they could do some amazing stuff with like i think silver surfer would be really killer too yeah dude I would love a Silver Surfer game. Yeah, like, that one could even be more of a beat-em-up. Like, he's the Herald of Galactus. Like, you... you ha- Like, you travel to these planets, and you're, ch- like, maybe you're struggling to find planets that don't have life forms on them, and so you have to go to the planet and prepare it for Galactus. And the way you, like, prepare it is you kind of have to, like destroy it yeah (laughs) yeah it's just i think marvel really thrives with story-based games marvel ultimate alliance i absolutely agree killer game gameplay kind of (laughs) sucks um (laughs) ultimate alliance 2 loved it spider-man loved it story-based it's it's when they try to get into these beat-em-up games that just suck ass <laughs> yeah anyway I'm let's gone just hope uh, Marvel's Avengers yeah. let's just hope that it doesn't put Square Enix out of business I hope it does you guys don't deserve to be a company after this game <laughs> damn bro shit <laughs> I regret nothing oh no fil- true. this game was no shit no filter <laughs> and we'll talk about it more once we get into uh, the uh Yeah, I was going to say don't spoil episode. our review. Don't spoil no, I, it, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk about it when we get there. So just for anyone wanting to play it. <laughs> Sorry for crushing your dreams. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just crying inside. <laughs> Alrighty. Anyway, um one through three, uh, with your excitement with these. So, you're going to probably kill me of what I put at number three. But, number one, I'd probably actually go with Tom and Jerry. Okay. Uh, number two, Kate Bishop. And then three, We Can Be Heroes. Eh. <laughs> You're wrong. Sorry, man. I'm 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 stoked to play as Hawkeye. I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, number one for me though is We Can Be Heroes. I'm so pumped. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Tom and Jerry is next. Tom and Jerry could honestly be my like my one and a half, just because the margins okay. are so close. Uh, the number three is Kate Bishop. Um, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited as I'm excited to play this DLC. If it's a story, if it's just a bunch of levels that I have to beat, 
I'm going to be pissed. Fair. Do you want me to play it first and I'll let you know? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so, anyway, that concludes everything in this week's Sneak Peeks. Uh, moving on to the main event of the evening, we will be breaking down The Oath. Yeah, boy. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. Alrighty, before we get into this week's breakdown, um, we posted a question of the week this week, um, kind of in relation to this movie. Uh, just kind of asking, what is an oft, off-limits subject uh, during Thanksgiving or family gatherings um, for them, whether it's spoken or unspoken? Like, what just what do you ju- guys just not talk about? <laughs> I feel most households number one is politics. Yeah, and that actually ties into. I feel it's a resp- given. Yeah, that one ties into the response we got from Crash and Taz's movie seller on Instagram. Uh, he said hey. politics. Okay, was this Crash or Taz? Probably Crash. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Vic. I absolutely agree. Yeah, politics are an absolute no-no. That's that's just how you stir shit. <laughs> yep. Um... Yeah, so that's our response from Crash and Taz. Uh, we also got a response f- on Instagram from the back in my day at day back in. I love their. I love your guys' name. I love it. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they said Vin Diesel's singing career. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, have you oh. have you heard any of his songs? Or I'm I think it's just one what song. What movies has he? Okay, wait. Am I thinking of uh, when he sings that song in the Pacifier? No, this is a straight up <laughs> single, like oh, a Vin shit. Diesel single. Okay, no, no. Oh damn it! I haven't. But right after we finish, I'm going on Spotify and listen to that bitch. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude. Is that bad, it, huh? No. Whatever you're thinking of right now, yeah. that's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, what I'm thinking about is that scene from The Pacifier. <laughs> nope. Not him doing a little tune. It is him trying to sing. On an album. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, oh, I'm I... I'm excited now. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah, I was hit by this little love nugget uh, from the untrained eye. <laughs> Freaking <laughs> Beth and DJ had to hit me with Vin Diesel's singing career, and now that's burned in my brain forever, did. and I'm a little upset about it. <laughs> I want to thank you. Too, for doing this to Caleb. I really appreciate it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Look it up and just prepare to have it burn into your brain forever. 
Um, so uh, thank you. Back in my day, uh, I think it's a podcast because yes, they're on Spotify you. and everything. So yeah, so Hell thank yeah. you for your response. Uh, moving over to Twitter, we got a response from the Victims and Villains podcast at Victims and Villains. Uh, he said, "Religion." Yeah, yeah, I would say that stuff. Yeah. That might actually be tied for number one. I feel with politics. Yeah, those are like go hand in hand when someone's just like, "Oh, what do you not talk about at Thanksgiving? Religion and politics." <laughs> yep. Yeah. So fantastic answer. Um, because let because for <laughs> most people, I feel when they bring up politics, God is definitely not on the table or is not on the table. <laughs> He's, <laughs> yeah, and dude, talking about re- like re- getting into religion at in like on a family gathering is the worst. <laughs> yeah, especially you know when you guys are different religions. That's just the best. Yeah, what freaking messes with my head is when you're the same religion. <laughs> yeah, for real though. It's and like you just, guys have disagreements. Yeah, like how? <laughs> Seriously, we worship the same people. How are you like how are you disagreeing with this? <laughs> yeah, it's just like you literally go to my church. Why are you being such an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so thank you, all three of you, for answering our question of the week. We appreciate the ever-living hell out of you. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, Now, to get into the breakdown. Finally, we're only an hour in. (laughs) It's okay, it's okay. Um, If you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final All Bros letter grade. Um, so the eight categories that we grade are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then at the end we give it our own personal grade. And then that gives us a little bit of an average that translates into our letter grade. So with that, if you have not seen The Oath, spoiler alert. Rose is going to be reading off the synopsis so we can grade the story, and it spoils the whole damn movie. So go check it out. It's on yes. Hulu right now. Um, and really no, good dark comedy. Yes, really good dark comedy, and we'll get right into that. So without further ado, it is reading with Rose time. Before we start reading with Rose time, Caleb, would you would you have signed it? Okay, you need to read the synopsis first. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> then I'll answer. All right. <laughs> All right. In the near future, American citizens are asked, though not required, to sign a legal document swearing allegiance to the United States government by Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Meanwhile, Chris and Kai is ah uh, Tiffany Haddish's character was it Kai? Yes. Okay. 
an interracial couple live a quiet suburban life with their young daughter while Chris is deeply disturbed by the oath. As Black Friday approaches, the young couple hosts their latest Thanksgiving dinner for their extended family. Chris's mother has made him promise not to discuss politics throughout the holiday. Nonetheless, he tries to escape and catch the news whenever possible. Chris's brother Pat and his girlfriend Abby, who have opposing political views, bother Chris throughout the entire holiday despite Kai's attempts to calm him. Chris is also disturbed to learn about the societal breakdown occurring in the nation in the nation due to the oath deadline, which all of his family members, including Kai, signed except for him. On Black Friday, the family is visited by two government agents, Mason and Peter, who question Chris about his efforts to resist others in signing the oath. Chris is defiant in answering the agent's questions, which angers Mason and the two quarrel. During a skirmish, skirmish, Peter gets knocked out with a concussion while the family subdue and tie up Mason. For the rest of the evening, Peter, while in consciousness, tries to negotiate with the family for their release, yet Mason continues to antagonize them with various threats. One of those threats includes the notion that the family's children will be harmed. At this moment, Chris draws Mason's own gun upon his head, ready to kill him, but Clark intervenes, telling the family to turn on the news, which indicates that the president has resigned and the new acting president has revoked the oath and its subsequent enforcement. The two agents with their authority taken away are released by Chris and Pat. The film ends with Chris and Kai peacefully eating apple pie. Hills, yes. Okay, so... Would you sign it? Okay. I just want to throw this out there. And maybe I missed it. <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> yeah, okay. So, going off of that, maybe I missed it at the beginning. But did they even actually explain what the oath was? Because I actually didn't know until I looked the synopsis up. I didn't go back and... No, uh, so they the- did. They just said that it's just pledging your your loyalty to the country. That's but, all they said. They don't go into detail at all. No, not at all. That's that's stupid. But no, but th- that's just it's just that explanation. What were the consequences? Well, like For real though. What what happens if I don't sign it? Exactly. At least, like, uh, like there's a lot of questions that people have, like, regarding the purge. But at least they explain what happens if you, like, uh, you use a weapon above class four. Yeah. Like, the only thing that I understood from this oath is if you signed it, you get a, a tax break. Yeah, I think that's all I got, too. Other than that, like, what was the point <laughs> there was there was no point no i mean this was this was yeah, seriously the oath was something to stir shit <laughs> yeah basically that's they all needed something was. to talk about at thanksgiving so Cause i i baron holtz who i think he wrote and directed wrote and directed this movie yes he did i'm just want i i just i just want to be like in his mind right now he's just like okay I want to do a movie to where it's Thanksgiving and I want to have it to where a family just talks about something that they shouldn't talk about and it like destroys the family. I got it. A thing where you have to sign all of your rights over to the government. There we go. 
That's just it. They're not signing anything over. It's not saying okay. like, oh, like, like it's not like the way when I first read the synopsis, I thought it was like, oh, so the oath is like signing over your voting rights or something to the government. So instead of being able to vote, you like they basically vote for you. Or you just agree with whatever, but that's not it. It was just a tax break, and you're just pledging loyalty to your country. That's it. They need to go into detail, though, how much, like, what's the extent of this loyalty? Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm loyal to America. Yeah. So, with the information I was given in this movie... Yes, I would have signed it. <laughs> it's because I have yeah, no I'd, I'd to. have to agree. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a tax break. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Other than that, so like, if I'd have to do, if I'd have to read like a full freaking article about what this oath actually meant and whatever, <laughs> but really, it had no point. It was just something to separate the nation. <laughs> Dude, for real though, if I ever met Ike Barinholtz in real life, this would be. If I got like a thirty-minute conversation, <laughs> I'd be like, "Okay, you got to explain." Yeah, you got to explain the backstory of this shit, buddy. Like, come on. Yeah, and I think honestly, that was kind of the point. It's just something stupid to separate yeah. the country. But and yeah it's just something stupid that's all it, it was it was just something stupid to separate people separate the country and divide and whatever i mean i, I like the idea um i just feel i mean i feel the purge kind of does the same thing it divides the nation some are for it some are against it but i just feel that the um, blumhouse with i and i know they have four freaking movies so they've had a better better way to explain it but i feel even in the first one you kind of understood the purge a little more than the oath yeah so the story was good i feel like it, it no it, it doesn't oh, it do a really good was. job at explaining what the oath is exactly it doesn't it's just it's seriously just something to divide the nation yeah, but it kept my attention the whole time. Yeah, it absolutely did. Ike Barinholtz yeah. is a gem. Yeah, for, oh, for real though. Um, but yeah, I just never story. thought I'd hear him say the f word as much as many times as he did in this movie. <laughs> Dude, do you not know Ike Barinholtz? <laughs> Apparently, not that much. I've, I've, I've only seen like I think this might be like the first R-rated movie I've actually seen him in. You didn't watch Neighbors? Oh, yeah, shit, he was a Neighbors. Yeah. Wasn't he in Blockers 2? I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, he's in Blockers. Okay. You need to watch that. Okay. That's a good That's a good movie. Right. Did I send you the code for that? Yes. Okay. I just couldn't remember if I had even opened it yet. So I just wanted to check. Yeah, the story flows. It has no issues keeping your attention. And no, it's not at all. Like I said, it's just something like the oath was just something to divide the nation. It divided yeah. this family and someone freaking got crazy and called the authorities on 
Ike's character. What's what was his name? Uh, for, um, Chris. Chris. Yeah. So someone calls the authorities on Chris, saying that he's keeping someone from signing the oath, and then these people come in, and it just gets nuts from there. <laughs> How did you feel about um? Ah, uh, shit. What is his name? Uh, Mason, how he, at, towards the end, he's just like, do you want to know who reported you? And I, uh, Chris is just like, no. Did you, I know, I really wanted to know. No, it's freaking Abby, that bitch. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. Dude, Gosh. I thought they were going to reveal that. What did he keep calling her, dad. Katie? Yeah, he kept calling her Katie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, if it was the dad, that would have been a, actually a really good plot twist. I would not have seen that coming. Right? Uh, I mean, it wouldn't have made sense, though, because he no, just kind of was but... like, uh, keep everyone out. And it's like, who was he keep? It, I'm pretty sure it was Abby. <laughs> yeah. That or the or maybe dipshit uh... brother. <laughs> yeah, but I feel the only reason Pat Patrick would do it is because Abby persuaded him to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Gosh, like this movie was just it. It nails the family dynamics so well. It really does. And it it's like... It, it felt like... All the conversations that they had felt like... Uh, we'll get into that with writing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, pull my reins in a little bit. <laughs> um, Story-wise, the story is super entertaining super freaking fun and it has like it just builds and builds and builds intention and then just like drops off yep (laughs) and it's freaking amazing because at the end like the what are the what were mason and peter from the c it's not the cdc oh um, I do not know because uh, it doesn't uh, unfortunately say. Yeah, there's some some government agency, um, that is kind of in charge of the handling issues with the oath. Um, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I forgot what I forget where I was going with this. Um, <laughs> I was so focused oh, on what shit. their acronym was. Ah, <laughs> uh, I forget. <laughs> anyway, I really enjoyed the story. Thought it was really fun. I loved how just off the wall it was, or how the off the wall it got. Yeah, and. Yeah, so for me, it's it's not a perfect story by any means. Um, it's definitely one of the more interesting stories. So I'm kind of on I'm that. on the higher side. All right, I'm like in between an eighty-five and a ninety. I I was at a solid eighty-five. Eighty-five. I can definitely give yeah. you an eighty-five. Okay. Yeah, I mean it was it was it was really good. The story. Yeah, it was entertaining. Just... 
kept my attention the whole time. I had a good time. Yeah. Where this movie shines for me, though, is in the writing. Yes, I can agree with that. Yeah, I felt like, getting back into my <laughs> little tangent, um, I felt like the the dialogue between the family members felt like actual family. Seriously, though. That and... was oh so realistic. I mean, my family doesn't curse that. Well, actually, no, never mind. no but it's like i don't get into very many political arguments with anyone (laughs) i try to avoid it but it you do get people being like freaking cite your sources man like what are your like legitimate sources and freaking abby with her like uh at fat ass patriot (laughs) 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 like i was just like what (laughs) (laughs) and i freaking loved ike baronholtz's reaction to that he's just like really fat ass patriot shut the f up abby (laughs) (laughs) or no he called her katie and she got pissed she's just like it's abby oh yeah And he's like, yeah, I know. I'm just saying that to be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that and the freaking dipshit brother that doesn't know anything. Where he's just like... What I find... Fu- um... No, go on. When I was going to say, I was going to say, um, it's kind of weird watching him be like kind of like a smarter guy here. Because in Superstore, uh, he plays uh, Marcus, who is like the kind of like the dumbass of the team so (laughs) watching him be smart was definitely like took me back a little bit yeah the younger brother yeah yeah the yeah the younger brother yeah he was a freaking dipshit in this one well not as i mean you should see his character in superstore dude oh but yeah he kept trying trying to cite sources or say stuff and he's just like freaking articles man like, like it's it's tough because I've been, like, you can see from both perspectives. It's just, like, from Chris's perspective especially, you can be like, dude, just, if you took a second to read, you would understand this shit more. Yeah. And, like, I, the type of learning or i do with when it comes to like um uh what's the word current events is anytime like someone i don't take like any news site for their word i'll look something up they'll like yeah they'll say like okay like this happened at this event and so i'll go into that like, I'll watch a video from that event to get context because I know that the news tries to, like, manipulating, pe- like, text or anything. Or, like, I don't listen to news shit for, uh, like, today, like, freaking COVID shit. I go to the CDC website. <laughs> smart. That's That's very smart. Yeah, it's like, who's going to know this disease better than the Center for Disease Control? 
Yeah, and people like trying to discredit the CDC, and I'm like, why? What? Like, what do they have to gain from lying to yeah, us? Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. Like, I know what the freaking news has to gain from lying to us. Everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but what does the freaking CDC get? <laughs> yeah, it's like, ooh, now everyone's sick. <laughs> we win. <laughs> We control the disease, and it's everywhere. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, it's just, like, stupid shit like that. I'm like... Because, I mean, I hate arguing over anything. I hate confrontation. (laughs) Okay, Rex. Rex. Oh, come on. Toy Story? Yeah, okay. Wow. It took me a second. Calm down. Shame. Anyway, Shame. I thought the dialogue it flowed really well. It felt like legitimate interactions and legitimate like conversations that you have to have with your family when you're about to kill someone. <laughs> yeah. But I I loved it. I loved everything about this. I think that the writing is a lot stronger than the story. Where yeah, I I mean I'd actually put probably solid ninety. Solid ninety. That's about where I was yeah. at too. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Next up, we got acting. So I think we could just do Ike Barinholtz and Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So what do you think for Tiffany Haddish? Um, I think she did a great job. Um, I really liked um. Ike and hers um, chemistry. Actually, I really actually saw chemistry between those two, and I feel they made a great couple. Um, she was really good in her uh, dramatic scenes, especially when she comes out and says that she did sign the oath to Ike. I'm just going to keep calling him by his actor name, not his character name. <laughs> <laughs> Fair um, enough. But I, I really did not have any problems with her. I don't know if I'm in the 90s. What what about you? If I am, I'm at like a softer 90. Okay. More leaning towards an 89. I can, I can give her 89. Yeah, 89 seems really fair for what she what she did. Um I think there was a little bit of waste with her. Just comedic acting chops. Oh, yeah. She really did not say anything funny in this movie. It was weird. Not really. The only thing that I remember her saying that was, like, legitimately funny was, like, getting... When she got tased. And Yeah, yeah. That's, that's saying, like, I got tased in my own house by my dumbass brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. And it, and the freaking brothers is like I said I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love that because that's exactly how I'd react if I accidentally tase someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I didn't do it on purpose. Like <laughs> stop being an asshole. <laughs> oh. oh. 
All right. What are you thinking for Ike Barinholtz? Honestly, I feel, at least to me, from what I've seen, this is his best performance. To me, at least. I'll um, agree to that. I will yeah, definitely agree he, to he that. Was, he was amazing in this movie. He nailed all of his comedy bits, as well as his dramatic bits. I feel it was more dramatic. Um especially considering how many times he had to curse a lot. <laughs> um, but he did a great job. I really did not have any problems with him either. Um, yeah. You're freaking getting on him for cussing. Like what, what's, what's I don't know. I, that? I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I think it's just because um, I like the Ike Barinholtz. I remember is from a uh, suicide squad and uh, what else has he been in? I know he was in Blockers and uh, Neighbors, but I don't remember those a lot. See, I think it's mostly just me basing it off of Suicide Squad, so like where he cursed like not at all. So it's just like, ooh, Ike's got a potty mouth. Fair. So I'm just like, damn, Ike's got a potty mouth. (laughs) Yeah, you need to watch Neighbors and Blockers because that won't shock you. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Um, dude, honestly, for Ike, I'd go at 95. 95? Yeah. I can definitely agree with that. Sweet. Yeah, so averaging that out, that comes to a 92 for our acting score. Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, next up we got character development, which I think we can do Ike's. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, think cons- I think he does a lot of growth. It's kind of all at once though. Like it really like hits you at the last couple minutes where th- when they're in the car. Yeah. And it's it's not necessarily like anything like you don't see an arc because throughout the whole thing he's just an asshole to his family to everybody yeah yeah anyone who doesn't agree with him is is wrong or or whatever and yeah. i think we all know people <laughs> like that um you i'm just kidding <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> um yeah like we all know someone like that and he doesn't have that moment of real growth until he sees the president retiring and yeah. the vice president taking over and telling him that the oath is bullshit. And then just like he does so good at, at portraying that sudden realization like, oh, none of this really mattered. Yeah. And like if I think he had that sudden realization like, oh, if I kill this man. It would be for absolutely nothing. It would be him shooting a man and then realizing it. the oath is like no longer a thing. And so now it's just he killed a man for coming to his house. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that was really well played in his eyes, especially. Yeah. 
I don't and, agree with that. And I love that he just pulls the knife and like goes down, and he, everyone's like, "Wait, wait!" And then it cuts to them in the car. <laughs> Freaking love that. Uh, I just love when he's just like, "It's breaking skin! It's breaking skin!" <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, uh, dude, I loved how he was trying to have like a serious conversation with Mason. And the brother kept hitting the speed bumps. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's like, dude, can you, like, take these a little bit slower? And he's like, sorry. Like, <laughs> he's like, what What do you What do you mean? Like, how do I take a speed bump slower? And then he's just like, well, can you go around him? He's just like, no, it takes up the whole area. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love that because, like, I've, I can relate to conversations like those where I'm trying to have, like, a serious moment. But then someone's just doing something where I need to call them out on it. <laughs> and then be like, it's okay, the hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, and then chat. <laughs> and be like, yeah. can you just please be better? <laughs> like, stop for a second. <laughs> I feel like I have those conversations with Brielle a lot where I'm like, can you just stop doing laundry for like a second? <laughs> like, I'm trying to talk with you. <laughs> um. But yeah, and then like, I love that like the final joke is he hits a a speed bump. In that like particular scene, he hits an, a speed bump and just boom boom. And then his brother looks at him and he's just like shrugs his shoulders. <laughs> Freaking love that. Uh, yeah. So I think there was a lot of character development in that moment. There was and. It made for a good arc. Not like I wouldn't say perfect, but it it made for a really good arc. It's a, I feel. It's a, it's a decent one. Yeah. Where are you at? I probably say like solid eighty. I was like in the mid eighties, so I want to be in the middle of like eighty two. Yeah, I can do that. All right. Next up, we got effects. Uh, I mean, the blood effects were good. Yeah, I think there was a lot of stunt work in this. Yes, that yeah, that that is true. So the practical effects were all really well done. Um, I think with effects, we can also throw in action. Okay. And so yeah, that that, that was really good. Yeah, the fight choreography was amazing between Mason and uh, Ike. Or Ike's character. Um, I think it's Chris, wasn't it? Yeah. So it felt like Mason knew what he was doing. And like was there was a little bit more skill. But with uh, Chris, there was a lot of like scrappiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not really like any fight knowledge. Just like he knew how to not die. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I I really I really like that. Um all the hits though f- felt really good. Like anytime anyone got hit, it felt really solid. I f- yeah, I can agree with that. Even uh, like the stun gun work, that looked super realistic. 
Yeah, that looked really good. One of my favorite, like the the standout um, stunt or scene for me was when Mason hit the younger brother in the face with the gun. Oh yeah, like Freaking that broke his nose. Yeah, that felt. Like it had some weight to it, some freaking. Yeah, like dude, I freaking, I freaking felt that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, like damn, damn. <laughs> yeah, for real though. Like, Ooh, ouch. Oh, but I freaking love love that. Um, I think <laughs> they did a really good job though. Um, there was nothing that I feel felt out of place. No, um, no, absolutely not. Hundred, yeah. I mean, we I can give it a hundred. Really like I said, didn't have any real issues. No, I didn't. Everything looked realistic. So, yeah, I'd say a hundred. Nice. All right. Next up, we got music. I don't know. Did anything really stick out to you? Not particularly. I think the soundtrack just... was pretty average. Yeah. Probably but... a underwhelming if anything so i'm like yeah five maybe a six i'd go five honestly yeah i feel that's fair enough i agree uh costumes that's pretty good yeah i thought i feel everyone yeah everyone looked good had no real problems with how anyone any of them were dressed yeah, the, everyone was dressed kind of in a cliche matter. Like, the dad was That's kind fair. of up in flannel or kind of like a plaid uh, dress shirt that was tucked in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the mom was kind of wearing like a weird little cardigan with a <laughs> kind of like a turtleneck. Did she have a brooch at all attached to her? I thought uh, she did. She might have. I'm not recalling one. Oh. Because that is straight up being stereotyped right there. Oh, yeah. But same <laughs> with everyone. Like, everyone was kind of like... It was just kind of like a stereotypical family being thrown into a freaking off-the-wall insane situation. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone felt really good. Um, yeah, no, not really. They, they all stand great. out. No, so I'd I'd be six, seven ish. Want to go seven? Should we go six? I'm thinking six, just like because okay, we've I can do six. Average costumes. Yeah, fair. All right, and last up, personal grade. All right, you want to go first, or you want me to? Um, yeah, I'll go first. Um, okay. So this is a solid movie. It's it's fun. Like it's very it's very heavy. I feel um, has a lot of heavy themes to it. Like we said, it's 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 a dark comedy. If you're not a big fan yeah. of dark comedy, you're probably not going to enjoy this film. Yeah, this movie's not for you. Yeah. Um, but if you enjoy kind of hit comedy on the darker side, um, movies about families and just the shenanigans they get into and all the, all the (laughs) shit, 
it's a good time. Like you can, yeah. you'll definitely find someone that you relate to in this movie. And yeah, for me, absolutely. I I relate to Chris. <laughs> I I would have to say the same thing. Yeah, like you try to keep everything under control, but you don't know what the shit you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it just shows uh, that I feel that's the definition for both Thanksgiving and Christmas for oh, anybody. You try yeah. to keep shit under the control, but it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And I really related with uh, Tiffany Haddish's character, Kai, because she was the kind of Chris's anchor. Yep. <laughs> and that's exactly what my wife is to me. She is my anchor. Like, she grounds me. <laughs> and I could see, like, everyone. Like, I could see my brothers in certain situations. I could see my mom. I could see my dad. Like, I could see... I could see my family in this. Yeah. And it was fun and enjoyable and so it was. I I really enjoyed it. So personally I'm gonna give it an eighty six. I liked it a little bit more than an eighty five, just just giving it that little pep. Little boost. A little boost. Okay. Well, pep in your step. All right, so, um, I so I was actually same boat as you, eighty five. But with everything that you just said, you boosted me up as well to an eighty six. Because <laughs> no, you, 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 excellent points. Cast was amazing. Of course, the standouts were Ike Barinholtz and Tiffany Haddish. Amazing. Really liked their uh, couple dynamic. Um, Mason and. Um, Oh, shit. Uh, oh my gosh, I know the actor's name. Plays uh plays uh Harold and Harold and Kumar. Is it John Cho, I think? Uh, I think that's it. I think it's John Cho. Maybe? Yeah, John Cho. I forget his character's name. But I really liked his character. Um the whole family dynamic was great. Uh, it was balls to the wall sh- uh, shit show <laughs> Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, so I agree with Caleb, 86. Hells yeah. All right. Well, I believe that concludes this breakdown. So the final score for the oath is... It's going to be shitty. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is sitting at a B. That's not bad. Yeah, not and bad it's a very, very solid B. Um, nice. It is sitting at an, a very nice and comfortable 85%. All right. Like, uh, exactly. Like exactly. 85%. Oh, shit. Okay. Have we yeah. ever had an exact 85%? Um... The the last solid number that we had in a breakdown was for Jexy, and Jexy had a seventy nine. Oh, shit! Wow. And that, then that before that, that, we had How to Train Your Dragon three at ninety one. Okay. Bohemian Rhapsody at ninety five, and that's it. Wow. 
Yeah, so those are the oh, only awesome. like solid numbers. Well, then awesome. Yeah, so it's, it's like I said, it's sitting at a B. So 85%. So that puts it um on the two points higher than Bell and Ted face the music. Would you agree with that? I would. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah, so um, for everyone listening, I'm listing off all of our, or comparing this to all of our other movies that were graded with a B. Um, just talking about the, the points and how much higher or lower or whatever with it. Um, so like I said, The Oath, 85%. Bill and Ted is like 83%. Uh, not exactly, but it's like 83.325. <laughs> but I'm just doing like a mild comparison. Um, it is 0.8% higher than Solo. Okay. 0.5% uh, higher than Christopher Robin. Blasphemy. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, 2% higher than Jumanji Welcome to, to the Jungle. All right. I would more so agree with that if it was Jumanji the next level. That That's fair. Uh, it is... It's almost... It's one point... Yeah, it's one point higher than Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. Uh, two points higher than Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. 0.6% lower than Onward. Yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, 2% higher than Lady and the Tramp, 2019. Okay. 0.1% lower than Lion King. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> uh, dude, what killed... Uh, yeah, we... Shit, we gave it damn near the, like, really similar scores. I think it, we only swapped out the uh, the story for the character development. Well... <laughs> Pretty sure that's how that works. Uh, let's see. It is also so it is point or it's two points above Toy Story four. No comment. And two points, <laughs> two points above Child's Play twenty nineteen. All right, that's that's fair. And then same two points above Murder on the Orient Express. A little bit lower. So we these are ones that we haven't done uh, review or episodes on. These are just breakdowns we've done in our own time. Uh, so Murder on the Orient Express is one of them. 0.4% lower than uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Wow. Yeah. And 0.8% lower than Star Wars The Force Awakens. 
What uh, what do we have um, Force Awakens exactly at? Force Awakens is at an 85.8. Okay. One, two, five percent. Oh, okay. I just had to know the exact. <laughs> yeah. So, I think it's in a fair range. I think it. it I, I, no, I absolutely it, agree. Yeah, I think so. What kill? I think what killed it was music and costumes. I think that's yeah, what, just because they were really just mediocre. Yeah, I think that's what uh, Lion King had above the oath, but it's, it's like barely because what killed the Lion King was character development. Yeah, and yeah, then with Simba. Yeah, and then the music was was good and the costumes were were really good and we with costumes we just did like character design yeah um so yeah where the lion king thrived this movie didn't do so well yeah. or no scratch that reverse it i think i don't know okay <laughs> it's late. It's too late to be. Yeah, it's yeah, it's too late to be doing math. Considering it's almost eleven thirty where you are right now. Yep. So anyway, so that's where the oath is. I think um, yes. I'm pretty happy with that. Oh yeah, I am too. Yeah. Uh, so like we said, that concludes this week's breakdown. Uh, if you like this episode, want to hear more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're available on. All podcast hosting sites, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, RadioPublicRadio.com, Spotify, and more. Uh, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube, as well as some bonus videos uh, we'll make one day. You <laughs> uh, can hit us up on social media if you want to DM us with an episode idea want to answer our question of the week or if you want to join us we would gladly have anyone on uh we have a few guests lined up in the future that we're really excited about uh so you guys can look forward to that when those come but you can follow us on facebook facebook.com slash the twitter and instagram at the albros uh you can also email us at the albros channel at gmail.com or you can go to our website and find everything that we do. Uh, tinyurl.com forward slash Theallbros. And be sure to go check out some merch on TeePublic. Uh, there'll be a link in the description. TeePublic.com forward slash users forward slash Theallbros channel. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yes, we would. Yeah, so next week we will be breaking down the Banana Splits movie. So, I have not seen this one yet. I think but you I have. have. You have. Yes, I have. So, and it's it's a lot of fun. That, that's all I'm going to say. I, I had a excited. really good time with this horror movie. I'm excited to break this one down. Especially since you compared it to freaking... F- uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Because, yeah, I mean, that's literally what it is, I feel. Yeah, I'm freaking excited. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we hope you're excited as well, and we will catch you guys next week. This has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. 
And I'm Jonathan. I'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long. That sounded good, pretty good bad. over. Yeah, that sounded, yeah. sounded pretty yes. good over uh, whatever it is we're doing. We're making a podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs>